Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. It is the 11th of April, 2022. This is the COB, the stuff you need to know about the day in business, markets, and startups. I'm Nadine Blaney. And I'm David Scott. Nice to see you, Scotty. Likewise. I think you're going to say, yeah, and everything you should know about the cash rate. Yeah. And the unemployment rate. We'll Boy. get to that in a Well, why don't we get there right now? Mm. So what's worse? We did a little poll on Twitter. Not knowing the price of petrol and bread and milk or not knowing where the cash rate has been sitting for quite some time now. Well, if you're in the top office or you're wanting to be in the top office, the answer for me is that you should know both. And you should know pretty much know uh, cost of living uh, pressures and all those answers that are going to be asked from journalists uh, and the community because that's what people are talking about right now. Yes, sure is. Now, other people are tweeting out, well, apparently John Howard got that same question wrong at some point in his electioneering and campaigning. Um, look, others are saying, well, he is under pressure, slip of the tongue, fobbed, you know, buckled under the pressure. But I agree, Scuddy. I just think that is such basic, basic stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's the unemployment rate. It's what we're talking about. It's what you legislate for. It's what you create policy around. There's a, there's you a should be able to answer that question under pressure. There's a labor policy about full employment. <laughs> so I, 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 re- I read a bit from my view today just to go make sure that I'm on the right track here. And I just, the mind boggles. But uh, yeah. So uh, And poli- we're not being partisan here, by the way. Yeah, politicians if if it was Scott Morrison, we'd be saying the exact same thing. Uh-huh. And yeah, so get your act together, guys and gals, because uh, this is not really filling me with confidence, nor the rest of the country, with your economic management credentials. So, yeah, uh, improve fast. Yeah. All right. Well, guess who I ran into yesterday in my electorate? Sally Stegall. She's out and about. There is blue everywhere on my drive in today. There was a whole array of that. What, what color is it? Teal. Like a teal. Yeah. Teal t shirts. All, uh, yeah, lining uh, the route that I take into the city. It was pretty pretty stark, pretty impressive. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned <laughs> that. Uh, I obviously don't uh, vote in Sydney anymore. I'm a, I'm a South Australian uh, yep. voter, but uh, I live in an electorate where uh, the teal uh, independents are coming. And I had an opportunity to have a very quick chat with Trent Zimmerman, <laughs> my, uh, my, uh, my local <laughs> member for where I live. Uh, in North Sydney, and uh, yeah, I I was asking him a few questions about uh, you know the threat posed by the uh, the independent. I saw her uh, her big uh, advertising board up in the corner of uh, Falcon Street mm-hmm. and uh, and Pacific Highway here in Sydney, and you can't miss it. But with all the big buzzwords you'd expect to go and see, but uh, I'm interested to go and see what the policy is from uh, from the teal independents because uh, all things being equal, there's a decent chance that they might hold the balance of power in the uh, upcoming parliament. Yeah, certainly so. Um, so yeah, I think who you're talking about is Kayla Tink. Yes. Uh, 
Kai, or maybe it's Kylie Tink. Kylie Tink, an, an unusual spelling of Kylie, I think, now that I look at it. So it'll be interesting to see how the next, what did you say it was today? 40 days of 40 days, yeah. 40 <laughs> days and 40 nights, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, it's going uh, to be a barrel of laughs and uh, hopefully some more economic clangers along the way for us to go and discuss. Interesting, though. I read a note from Sue Linong from uh, RBC Capital Markets here in Sydney. In fact, she's on the program tomorrow, I believe, in the big picture mm-hmm. at 11.45 Eastern. She's saying, look, they're not anticipating any meaningful impact from this election, even if there is a change in government, might be a bit of softness, but it is all still about rates, 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 stupid. Yeah, I, um, I hate to keep banging on about politics, but it's funny you mentioned Su Long because I saw her like just randomly <laughs> on the news with Albo. No, oh, just really? do, doing a selfie over the weekend. So I'm going to ask her like what that conversation involved. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, she needs to get in his ear anyways. Yeah, uh, d- to get I'm sure his she could go and tell you what the cash rate is. <laughs> she could, guaranteed. All right, so um, look, looking forward to that tomorrow. Looking forward to whatever comes out of this election campaign. I promise to all of you out there rolling your eyes we're not going to be talking about it all the time and when we do we'll be doing it from an investment lens so what it means for your investment yeah. what it means for economic policy and and look we're you know we're all keen for report reform here as well yeah um, when it comes to taxation and when it comes to all that you know and this is again it'll be completely through the lens of what does it mean for uh, for your money, yeah. essentially. We know what's uh, the aged care sector. There's a bit of policy uh, divergence there between the other two major parties. But at this stage, it's not a lot. But uh, I dare say that there probably will have to be something thrown in there, depending on what the polls say closer to the date. So, yeah, watch this space. Hey, Scotty, we were all juiced up, you know, after 10 a.m., 11 a.m. when we watched uh, the market continue to push higher, up by about 1%, pretty close to it. At one stage of the game, we thought we'd, you know, broken through this all-time high. Um, but it was not to be, and it all sort of changed around 11.30 a.m. when we got producer prices and consumer prices out of China. Really sort of put a dampener on things overall. Yeah, I'm not sure it was the data, but it was definitely the China market open. The equity markets that were getting pumped uh, when mm-hmm. I last looked, and um, not not really surprising. The other uh, threat posed by widespread lockdowns due to that Omicron variant across various parts, most notably what's going on in Shanghai, is deeply concerning. Uh, not only for economic activity in China, but the supply chain disruptions that could go and stem from it as well. Uh, we know that a lot of anecdotal evidence at the moment suggests that as supply chains are uh, starting to unbuckle a little bit, but uh, this could go and throw a whole new uh, raft of problems on top of it. So, yeah, watch that space closely too. Yeah, we also saw a bit of pressure coming through on commodities. Nickel comes to mind. Iron ore was a bit mm-hmm. softer. Um, you know, oil not doing much as well, turning negative, uh, adding to the losses that we saw last week. Gold was really the the big standout in the metals and the mining space. In fact, we saw some decent gains from the likes of Newcrest Northern Star was one of the best performers by percentage change, evolution. All of the gold miners did very well. But actually, I, I didn't see B, uh, Fortescue down by a full 3%. That's a pretty poor performance coming through there. Yeah, and of course, pure play iron ore. Uh, iron ore futures were getting hosed. They were mm. down uh, about 4% when I, I looked at last uh, who knows where they're at now, but certainly had a massive run higher. But uh, yeah, it's going to be difficult to go and build stuff when everyone's locked in their apartments. It, and the scenes coming from there, I mean, I don't want to get into it, but pretty incredible. Talking about food shortages, uh, you know, uh, yeah, social unrest is the biggest threat to the Chinese regime. So we'll be interested to see how they go forward with the zero COVID 
policy. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. Well, just remember, like, where did the Arab Spring start? Yeah. Uh, and like, hopefully, uh, we don't want revolution, uh, but certainly when people... When you can't feed your family, Scotty. Yeah, you, uh, yeah. you tend to go and do things that uh, you wouldn't normally do. So, yeah, it's uh, be interesting because uh, the rest of the world, all things being equal, has moved on from Omicron. Yeah, uh, Grain Corp was up by 6.3%. Broker moves in the wake of its uh, earnings upgrade yesterday, continuing that strong narrative there. Western Area is one of the best performers in percentage terms, up by 6% after an improved offer from IGO was put on the table. Now, the gains seen in IGO were still good, up by 2.5%, but uh, clearly the market is favoring Western Areas, but happy that IGO is getting in, well, getting, getting that that pie i was gonna say the piece of the pie but getting that pie and uh yeah so those are a couple of the corporate stories that uh, were out there today and uh, blue scope steel also did well blue scope was up let me just double check by about 1.3 percent so yeah widely outperforming the broader market it bought cornerstone buildings coil coatings business for 500 million dollars so that's in the states and it was the stock of the day and we had Nathan Samasundram from Deep Data Analytics and Gaurav Sodi from the Intelligent Investor in to, to chat about it. Here's what they had to say. There's something going on at Bluescope. I have to have I have to have a good deep dive on this because there must be in some niche where they're co- they're writing these cycles out better than they ought to. The returns on capital are consistently higher than they should be, and those margins are being sustained. I don't really yeah. have an answer for that except to say that this business has changed. And um, I would like to get to the bottom of it. They're really good operations. They're, the U.S. expansion has really added to it. They're expanding more and more. And mm. so it's, it's done really well. Um, do I want to chase it here? Mm. I think in the shorter term, I probably are a bit more worried about how the cycle plays out. There's too much construction commodities have done. Right. And you look at property prices and what's happening in the U.S., that'll slow down. And so if, when the cycle turns, this will be right on the shopping list. So, not going in the portfolio. You can listen to their full thoughts on Blue Scope Steel. And also, what was interesting in that program, we've got a lot of people that ask us about Zip, you know, like way off its highs. Um, you know, consolidation is happening in the space. Is it a time to buy? Or, you know, is it going to nothing? So, you can listen to the full episode of The Call to get Gaurav and Nathan's thoughts on Zip as well mm. as a little bit of a bonus. Yeah, it would be... Uh I think we're only at the start of the uh, the credit cycle. Uh, yeah, so we'll see what happens with the bad debt uh, provisions that go forward. But yeah, uh, certainly has come off uh, the very lofty peaks that we saw a couple of years back. We've got a buy, hold, sell to start your week with Tom Wegner from Marcus Today. You can click on the link in your show notes if you'd like to listen to that, if stock picks are your thing. Um, also, if you like international investing, I had a good chat with Anthony Doyle from Firetrail today. Obviously, started talking about the bigger picture, the inflationary, the macro environment. But then, you know, how do you how do you gain an advantage? How do you find that alpha in international shares? And they've got an idea in biofuels. A couple of ideas, actually, if you'd like to take a listen. And, and yeah, a company that I had never heard of before that turns vegetable oil, essentially, um, you know, used vegetable oil into biofuels. And I thought it was so interesting. I love just hearing stuff like this. It puts it in such perspective that that vats, you know, of, of used vegetable oil are being stolen at the back of fast food restaurants and restaurants in the States because it has value. It's very valuable now. Yeah. 
six bucks a gallon for uh, for fuel. Now I can see why people are getting out there. You also found out a bit a little my uh, my backstory about my employment history as well, working fast foods and the like. Yeah, um, you can flesh that out a bit if you would prefer. But what what fast food joint did you work for? <laughs> uh, I did a brief stint as a cook for KFC so uh, <laughs> I've got some stories but yeah probably none that I can go and uh, say in public but okay yeah, good good a- good to know I worked at Pizza Hut my primary job was to answer the phones oh I worked at Pizza Hut course as well yeah okay but did you ever have to oil the pans I swear I have a permanent disability from having to pull those pans apart they were stuck together after being washed and shoved them in this ah. Oh. No, not I'd, good memories I'd, from I'd that part of the get job. Like a paint stripper and uh, to go and get to get uh, the gunk off my face from working at certain jobs. But yeah, no, uh, no permanent uh, injuries. Maybe maybe just the brain. I'm not sure. All these experiences make us who we are, Scuddy. Okay, um, what else can we talk about? You know, your view in the newsletter, the COB newsletter, was about um, yeah, it was about Albanese and his gaff, and. Um, I mean, there's nothing else to say there tonight. We've got a lot of data out of the UK. We don't talk a lot about the data out of the UK, but the BOE is, again, another one of those central banks that's in an interesting position. And speaking of the central banks, we've got a lot of Fed speakers again tonight. Some of them just spoke last week. I can't imagine what else they will have to say, but you never know. Could get some nuance in there that will give us uh, further clues as to what will happen. But, you know, interest rate hikes baked in. Yeah, at least uh, at least the next hundred which will probably arrive in the next two meetings and then mm-hmm. it's going to get a lot more interesting because uh we're going to start to cycle out some pretty hot inflation readings and we can see supply chains in the united states as well seem to be going and uh un- uh unraveling. yeah it was so, really no, interesting to so, hear about yeah. truckers you know that i mean yeah. shipping companies being able to find capacity mm. in trucks which you know was not heard of uh, not that long ago yeah and that's all that all that good side of the equation is going to certainly uh no help to go and put some disinflationary forces in uh, the question has is it too far gone when it comes to second round effects, wages and the like, and that's what uh, is going to be the key moving forward. But uh, yeah, the Fed seems pretty intent to go and get cracking, so we'll see how that goes and works for the broader economy. Yeah, we'll be speaking with Joseph Caperso from CBA, and uh, I actually lifted a chart about supply chains from CBA today, so I'll be looking to speak with him about that. We'll be talking a bit about housing with Kemp Kusher from REA Group, but we'll kick it off with Steve Sosnick. I really like him. He's a chief strategist at Interactive Brokers to get his wrap of the U.S. market and tell us what we need to know to start out the uh, Asian session as well. And uh, it continues on. I believe I'll be speaking with Michael Mick Simmons, who is the CEO of Unity Group tomorrow. And there we go. Yeah, that's awesome. I didn't know that was in the calendar. I just saw it come across my desk now. Um yeah, we'll get a firm up, likely. Um, M&A mania. Yeah, and uh, I had a good chat with Ron Shamgar from TEM today. He anticipates that once the Morrison and Co. bid becomes non-binding, that there will be an improved competing offer come from Super. He reckons it'll be a big Super firm because of the infrastructure-like qualities that uh, Unity Group displays. I, I think it's probably a pretty good theory. Yeah, uh, and, and if that does don't take place and they do eventually become the owner, hopefully... Uh, do a better job than the way the Sydney airport's been run at the moment. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Get your bugbear out, Scotty. I don't know if we talked about it on Friday. But uh, one thing I do know is that to make sure that the airports work smoother than they did on Friday, at least here in Sydney, is um, 
the airport workers will no longer have to consider themselves close contacts and isolate for seven days if somebody who they've come in contact with has had COVID. So basically, if you're sick, stay home. But if not, come to work. I think that's the way we've got to go. I am. I anticipate it'll happen here in New South Wales before the kids go back to school, yeah. like, barring any big, major uh, health deterioration or outbreak. Yeah, I wrote about it a couple of weeks ago, and uh, still very much of that view. I probably not everyone agrees with me. Probably got some uh, some friendly feedback, but uh, yeah, uh, it's time to go and, and move on. The uh, the world, I uh, know we've got a lot of precautions. We're highly vaccinated as a nation. We've got lots of medications to go help us right now. So yeah, let's uh, let's get amongst it. Okay, so uh, tomorrow will be a good one. We've got some big data later in the week. Plenty of time to discuss that tomorrow. We should uh, get going here, Scotty. Yep, looking forward to uh, everything that lies ahead, including that very, very hot inflation print in the States tomorrow night. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.